There are no secrets in the city of New York. There's cameras everywhere, phone records, parking tickets. Someone saw something, heard something. The city always knows. That was from City on Fire. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In 2003, Charlie, played by Wyatt Olef, travels from Long Island to Manhattan for a particular reason and meets Samantha, played by Chase Suey Wonders, at a record store. He recognizes her from high school, but he was a year behind, and now she's in college. So she decides to take him under her wing. We're like basically best friends. Now, as Charlie discovers, Sam's an artist with a mysterious connection to an on-again, off-again band. But on the night when she was supposed to take him to that band's triumphant return to the stage, she left him at the club without giving him a reason. That was the last time he spoke to her, so he has questions. You guys know Sam. You might know why she left me. I got shot. Sam was one of us. Whatever Sam knew, I want to know too. And what she knew is that the band is up to something dangerous off stage. But what is that exactly? When we started this revolution, we knew it would have a cost. Okay, but that's not all. From Charlie, Sam, and the band, to the band's former frontman, William, played by Nico Tortorella, we go. Along with being estranged from his former band, he's also estranged from his wealthy and powerful real estate family, including his sister, Regan, played by Jemima Kirk. And this is curious because they have... Money for generations. They're hiding something. But what are they hiding? Well, to find out, it might be up to William. After all, Sam... Left me clues. She was on to something. I think I'm the only one that can figure this out. We gotta learn more about these people. So the cops are on the prowl, and William has a theory. I don't know how, I don't know why, but this girl is connected to us. And connected not only to his sister, but also to her husband, Keith, played by Ashley Zuckerman. Two police detectives were here. Where were you on July 4th? So these people are connected in ways they don't even know. They just haven't looked hard enough. But they better be careful to not end up like Sam, because... Sam got shot in Central Park. And with that, to make things even more complicated, the person crying out for help was William's roommate and boyfriend, Mercer, played by Xavier Clyde. Before what happened to Sam in Central Park, Mercer met Regan without William's knowledge, and that decision placed him in the park right where Sam was attacked and not far from William's family's annual shindig. In attendance were not only Mercer and Regan, of course, but also Regan's and William's slinking and seemingly omniscient step-uncle Amory, played by John Cameron Mitchell, who had some disturbing news for Regan about her aging father's condition and its connection to the family business. She's the COO after all. So that's just one more wrinkle in this stew of complications, which needs to be brought under control before it all explodes. And the authorities know it, because we're going to find who did this story. Let me figure out who the connection to Samantha is. We figure out who shot her. No one knows. 
So of course the question is, how do all of these people connect? Also, where will all of this lead? Watch out. Secrets. All right, Apple TV Plus, City on Fire. Am I watching this? Mm-hmm. Mm, good question. La Ciudad en Fuego. Come on now. <laughs> you don't want to watch this? I don't know. There's something about it that's like, maybe I'll give it an episode or two. Um. Yeah, I'll give it that. I still something about Why? it. Why? Why would you give it an episode mm-hmm. or two? Why? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's. Are this, you being this, a diplomat right now? Or are you being honest? Is, this, Tell this these people solid, the truth. This is solid background um, content. Here we go with your background. <laughs> solid background content. All right. <laughs> well, listen to this, and maybe who knows? Who knows? You know. <sighs> So this does come to us from the two uh, developers of Gossip Girl, Josh Schwartz mm. and Stephanie Savage. Yeah. And if you think about Gossip Girl, what was the whole thing about that? What made it successful? Well, it did create a seductive world uh, for a lot of people. It really did right from the beginning. And you had not only secrets, but also someone who could reveal those secrets. Who is it? So that is the thing. It's the world they created along with the whole thing with how you handle the secrets, not just that there are secrets, but there's a ticking clock almost on them. It could explode at any time. Mm-hmm. And this is called City on Fire, so we're probably going to get that here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I was in uh, New York City at this time. It's 2003. Uh, I went to NYU. <laughs> And, you know, so uh, whoever, Samantha goes to NYU, is a freshman there in 2003. I'm pretty clear on what it was like. In one scene, producer, I'm going to quote it because I I noted it. She says, there's no boys allowed after 11. In what universe of NYU would anyone ever say that? There's no boys allowed after 11. Anyone's allowed (laughs) at any time in any (laughs) dorm. This is where we've come to. This is what we've gotten to here. (sighs) That tells you everything about this show. You just write that in there because it's supposed to add something to it. It adds nothing. This is a generic version of what Manhattan was like 20 years ago. It's flavorless. It's not a world you'd want to inhabit. It has no interest. In 2003, producer, remember, this was after the dot-com bubble. It was, it was the start of the Iraq war. Where's the edge? Supposedly, it's this band. They look like some reject form of the Lost Boys without the vampirism. They really do. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So the only thing that's left is the mystery, because the characters aren't distinct. Who cares about them? There's no vibrancy. There's no spark. It's called City on Fire. I didn't even care when things were blowing up. Blow it all up. Blow everybody up in the show. <laughs> so it would have to come down to the who done it and why. They don't even seem that interested in it. 
So once you see what happens to Sam, it's all this other stuff about everybody else. I watched the first three episodes. That's what they're releasing, right, producer? Um, Correct. To start. That's, yeah. I struggled to finish. I did it just so I could make sure that my review isn't completely irresponsible because from the re- beginning, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I'm wondering about Apple because I am rooting for you, as Tyra said to Takara. We were all rooting for you. And sometimes they really knock it out of the park. You go, oh, like Pachinko, oh, Severance. And even things that aren't as good as that, there are certain things where you go, okay, that makes sense. It's like the morning show. I'm not a fan of the morning show, but I get it. I get why it's on the platform. I get why people are watching it. Even when we go to the sci-fi stuff, they have some interesting selections. They don't all work, but they're interesting selections. Sometimes when they fail on this platform, it still makes sense. This just fails on our levels. I don't understand it. The only thing I can understand is they said, okay, this was rejected by like the CW. Let's try to get into the you know teen space. And we have these two creators who've done Gossip Girl. Also, Josh uh, created... The OC and Stephanie was a producer on that. So maybe we'll get in on that. It's it's almost like the two of them woke up and had amnesia and said, oh my gosh, we have this contract. I don't know what this even means. We got to write something. Don't remember what the show was about. Let's write something because it's going into production soon. <laughs> <laughs> So the who done it didn't I didn't care. It's not going to pull people in I don't think the way the OC did, the way Gossip Girl did. It was surprisingly alienating. Like it was just like ugh. And the narrative is just so thin. I I thought something was missing. That's a part of the reason why in addition to being able to see all three episodes so that when people are watching this they'll know what's coming for them. In addition to that, that's why I kept watching because I was like maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm missing it. I'm not. I mean, and, and then some of these poor little actors. I, my goodness. It, it's just a bunch of empty emotive. Like they had this whole scene with Nico's character. I won't give it away, but who cares? And, you know, this is the first time he's seen his sister in a long time. You know, he walks in and it's just a lot of, it's, it's almost like when, if you are, a stage actor, and you have this big scene producer with a bunch of characters. It's the first time you've rehearsed it. You're trying to feel each other out. What are the rhythms? You haven't had any input from the director. It's like they filmed that for that scene. Yeah. And even in that part of the um, plot summary that we gave, when you see him go to the band, it's like, you know, she got shot and all this other stuff. Help me. No. Oh, does anybody know what happened to her? Please. Oh. All right. I've had enough fun with this, but I would say (laughs) that we can forgive Apple for this. Everyone makes mistakes, including me. I make I make a lot of mistakes. I said, you know, Chase Suey Wonders is probably Chase Suey Wonders. We all need forgiveness and I will forgive them because they've done so much for us so far. So with that said, why watch it? If you have trouble falling asleep <laughs> or if you want to see what sleepwalking looks like, so that might happen to you as you're watching this, then give City on Fire a go. So with that, producer, is this your background show du jour? 
It might still make it still might make the background. Look. If you just need something going on, like something yeah, in the background, the yeah, maybe in that way. Now let's flip it. If you're paying attention, it's a soporific. If you're not, here I go with big words. If you're paying attention, <laughs> you know it might help you fall asleep. If you're not paying attention, if you just have it on in the background, just the flicking of the different images might keep you awake. There you go. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.